Are you enjoying hectic justice? No? Well, then you definitely won't want to like or subscribe. Why not go to the Facebook page and leave a comment to vent your frustration? Ignore us on Spotify and anywhere else you enjoy podcasts, or better yet, rate it on iTunes and let the people know around the world of the idiocy, the ineptitude, and the incredibly inexquisite idioms involved in the heinous horseshit that is hectic justice. And now it's time for Hectic Justice, Episode 5, The Lips of a Fury. Callouts. Hectic detectives, lawyers, hectic justice, crime, boobs, trying to make it in a man's world. Hectic misogynist advertising, overacting, hectic justice, police overtime, legs, skirts, and her best friend is a sex. Overly dramatic speeches, abjections, hectic. Stereotypes. Open blouses. Justice. Widow funds. Tits and ass. Awkward sex. Order. Boobs. Get pet. out of my corner. Yes, Mummy. Mother, can I call you back? I'm a bit busy and... Yes, Mother, of course I'm at the morgue. Yes, still a coroner. Yes, or a pathologist, whatever. One of those. Yes, you do have to be a real doctor. Well, if you'd come to my graduation, maybe you would have proof. No, I'm not seeing anyone. Well, maybe I don't want to. Yes, clock's ticking, I know, yes. Well, I'm just not looking. I'm busy. I've got... Yes, I got your package, thank you. Yes, you're right. No, they're just right, just the right size. Yes, still an A cup. Thank you. Thanks for that. Thanks for, thanks for the reminder. I, Mother, it's not the reason I don't have a boyfriend. Yes, I know I get big ones if I give you grandchildren. But you just have to wait. Mother, mother. Mother, I have to go, I have my hand up a corpse. Goodbye, mother. In the coroner's lab, a beautiful woman in a white coat with a stethoscope around her neck and a clipboard studies the dead body and writes things down. Great acting, really. I'm totally convinced. Introducing Dr. Heidi Scalpel, the stern, serious, beautiful pathologist. Excuse me, ma'am, are you the coroner? Well deduced. You must be a detective. I am a detective. How did you know that? I mean, I, I didn't even say it or anything, and I usually tell it like it is. Dr. Heidi Scalpel, I put my hands up dead people. Detective Legless, and I also, but that's another series. And this is Sergeant Spriggan. 
How do you do, Sergeant? As Dr. Scarpel goes to shake his hand, Spriggan inevitably stumbles nervously, and his hand goes for the goods. Jub jubs! I see. Zoe pinches her nose and lights up a cigarette. Her Marlboro good girl cigarette. We hear about the dead body, Dr. Scalpel. What's your diagnosis? Well, bear in mind my examination is quite preliminary, but I'm quite sure this sexy corpse is dead. Oh, crikey! <laughs> What's wrong with him? Oh, don't mind him. He's basically an adorable bumbletard. He's been listening to too much Jeff Buckley, if you ask me. I didn't. Now, I'm assuming you want to know more about the body and that this scene wasn't just an excuse for some cheap poop jokes? Yeah, neither's fine. I know, whatever. I suppose you want me to refer to the abnormalities. Like what, exactly? Well, there's the bullet wound. Oh! <laughs> yes, and it seems that... It seems that... <laughs> yes, Please go on! <laughs> Well, what I was going to say... Please go on. Well, I... So is this, uh, your... I mean, have you been at this place long? Is it... Couple of years, actually. Oh, that's nice, yeah. <laughs> beautiful weather we've been having this week. <laughs> you know, they didn't ask for any credentials when I came here. Oh, really? They didn't? Lovely. No, they didn't do it with me. Oh, either. they didn't. No, they yeah. didn't. Oh. I just managed to... There was something they said they had a big future in front of me. I don't oh, know. I don't know I think means. it was... I, I mean, I just only guess. It was oh, my no. amazing rack yeah. oh, I and my resume. Was good. <laughs> I didn't want to say oh, I didn't want to assume, oh, obviously. No, I, I mean, did not. I mean, you know, game oh. recognizes game. Oh, my God. Oh, you're finished. For now. Anyway, I, I suspect the bullet wound was made with a weapon. Possibly a gun. And possibly, and I'm purely speculating here, a gun that shoots bullets. You're so clever. <laughs> well, I went to the finest doctoring school for doctors and graduated with a qualification for being a doctor. Just don't ask to see my certificate. I lost it long ago up a sexy corpse. Zoe bends over and looks closely at the dead Steve Maragetti. The camera pans down onto her ass and... <laughs> hmm. What do you make of that white powder smeared all over his face? Or that donut stuffed in his mouth? Well, I hadn't written it on my clipboard yet, thank you, but it looks as though he has some sort of white powder on his face and a donut stuffed in his mouth. Brilliant! Just brilliant! Does that mean anything to you? Well, donuts are being stolen from all over town. It looks like this poor spandexed fool was happily jogging through the park and stumbled across those responsible for this sugar-coated heist. They killed him, if you ask me. I didn't. But I think you may be correct, because I've just found this note right up there. How convenient. Yes, his name's Steve Monaghetti. Hi, I'm Steve Monaghetti, and I'm dead. Oh, well. Monaghetti, the famous runner from the 90s who is now a spokesperson for health and well-being? Yes, you know, it, it looks like... The multiple medal award-winning marathon runner from Ballarat who's set the course record of 40 minutes, 3 seconds for Sydney's iconic 14-kilometer city-to-surf marathon, a record which still stands? 
Yes, and it appears... The mayor of the Commonwealth Games Village in 2006, who lit the cauldron in his hometown of Ballarat to celebrate the Sydney 2000 Olympic Games that was held in Sydney in the year 2000. Yes. That Steve Monaghetti? Yes. Okay, great. Detective Legless pauses and reads the note. Great acting, I'm totally convinced. As she finishes, she screws it up in a ball, obviously putting her in the running for an Emmy. Big Tony Mascara. Well, I'll be goddamn goddamned. Not now, Spriggan. It wasn't me. It was this cute little doggy. Oh, yes, I forgot. There's this loyal dog which stayed with Steve Monaghetti's body. We wouldn't leave him, so we decided to bring him in here. Totally against hygiene regulations, of course, but who could resist that face? Who's a doggy? Oh, who's a good little schnuffily, fluffily? Is it just me, or is that mutt looking at my breasts? Why, you little scamp! I think he likes me. Oh, can I keep him, sir? Can I? Can I? Huh? Spriggan, you're like a 30-year-old toddler. I'll be really good to him, mister, and I'll walk him every day. Honest. All right, Spriggan, you can keep the dog and make him into a police dog. But you better start acting more like a manly, strong sergeant of police, or I'll have to start growing my own testicles. I promise, mister. I promise. All right, then. Let's go. She flicks away her cigarette. Her Marlboro good girl cigarette. Jesus, God, the dog's on fire. Jesus, God, the dog's on fire. God damn it. I think I'll call him Sparks. Hectic. Hectic justice. Outside the high county federal court, Jimmy Newsfeed from tabloid newspaper, The Herald's Bum hangs around, scuffling the ground. He sniffs the air. He knows the weather's ripe for a story. A story of a murder of a famous marathon runner from the 90s and from Ballarat. How exciting! A murder story is good, but it would have been so much better if there'd been a sexy celebrity involved as well. Or a footballer. Or even better, one of the monarchy. Then we could have had a rehash of those face masks when Megan and Harry got married. There were Megan's and Harry's as far as the eye could see. Jeez, that was a brilliant idea. Suddenly, the wind shifts and evil music starts to play. Turning around, Jimmy Newsfeed spies his arch nemesis. It's Harold Bloggs, rival reporter from Respectable Review, The Page. They walk towards each other. They stop. The wind blows. They meet face to face like two rival cowboys in a bad western. Harold Bloggs. Jimmy Newsfeed. I'm surprised to see you here. Shouldn't you be covering a royal wedding? Push off, Bloggs. This is my murder story. A story of murder, which I am covering in my story. Stepping up your game to more serious stuff, eh? I don't know. Could be pretty hard. Might have to use words with more than three syllables. I'll have you know, this is going to be an exclusive front pager with a big picture and everything. But it's football season. Surely there's at least one sexting scandal already going on. That'll be the front page, surely, with a big picture and everything. Oh, yeah? Well, then this would be at least a solid paragraph on page 10 with a big picture and everything. 
Oh, and what's your headline going to be? No, no, wait, wait, wait. I'll tell. Don't, don't, don't tell me. What about? What about? Oh, Monaghetti runs afoul of the mafia. Monaghetti's killer still on the run. Some sort of running pun. Shut up, blogs. Oh, wait. Donuts are involved, aren't they? <laughs> Donut run in the park after dark. <laughs> that rhymes. I said, shut up. <laughs> Monaghetti, Monaghetti's still not getting any. That's a bit random, but sounds fun. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not a modern. What about Steve Monaghetti, death by spaghetti? Although, that is a tad racist. Can it, blogs? I. Actually, that's not bad. But damn it, blogs! Our headlines are specifically penned by pun pundits in order to give the Herald's bum articles the necessary Jazzbuzz Starwipe X Factor. It makes it easier for our lower IQ, elderly, and racist demographic to read the bigger words. The page couldn't wrap its overcultured finance section around all the puns that the Herald's bum has to come up with every day. And we do come up with it every day. Well, thank Lord Jeebus Farquhar, there are journalists of your calibre risking all for the peace of the Western world. I shall say good day to you, sir. Damn you, blogs! I, I said good day! Yeah, well, shut up, Harold Blogs, shut up! Hmm, how do you spell spaghetti? Zoe, Lucky, I, I got your message. What's the word on the street? Esther, it's the donuts. Oh, God. Jesus. Yes, we have evidence to suggest that they've been taken by none other than our arch nemesis who constantly slips through the sexy fingering of the law, Big Tony Mascara. Big Tony Mascara? Hester, you heard right. Big Tony Mascara. Big Tony Mascara? Hester, you heard right. Yes, Big Tony Mascara. Fingering? Yes, Brigham, you heard right. Fingering. Oh, crikey, Dick. Oh, hold me. Can you keep it together for me, buddy? Can you? Anyway, we need you to perk up your juglets and go ask Judge Feaselbottom for a warrant to search Big Tony Mascara's premises right away. She'll never agree to it, Zoe. This is Feaselbottom we're talking about. She's never been the same since the incident. Incident. But we can't talk about that now. Yes, you're right, of course. I remember the incident. Incident, 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 incident. But we can't talk about that now. What's the incident? Incident, incident, incident. Who's saying that? We can't talk about that now. Talk about what now? The incident. God damn it, Hester. We need you to get this warrant to search Mascara's premises. Otherwise, god damn it, he'll slip once again through the fingering of the law. God damn it! You need to put your overacting and undertrained dramatic feelings aside. God damn it! You're too personally involved. God damn it! You can do it, Hester. Crikey, Dick! If if anyone can do it, it's you and your abundant rack. Well, hell! If a socially inept moron like you believes in me, I'll give it a shot. God damn it! God damn it, Hester! You can do it. I can do it. Fingering. Let's finger the law together. I'm coming, Judge Feaselbottom. I'm coming. Hester runs up the steps to the court, to the judge's chambers, determined to get a warrant, determined to bring mascara to justice, determined to make it in this man's world, and determined to put her best breast forward and hike her skirt even shorter in the name of justice. Hectic justice. To be continued. 
Poetic Justice will continue next time. Will Hester obtain a warrant to search Big Tony Mascara's premises for the stolen donuts? How will Baxter Slick use what he saw in the park to his own ambitious advantage? And Lucky Spriggan, how will he handle having a new whoopee whoopee woo for a best friend? Tune in next time for more Hectic Justice! Hectic Justice is brought to you by Bumbletard Productions and is written and produced by Beck Chapman. Featuring the voices and improvisational skills of Sam Marsden, Tony Bones Burge, Lauren Bock, Sean Cunningham and Beck Chapman. Chronically guest starring Michael Dalton as Dolly Diamond playing the sexy and corrupt Judge Anna Fieselbottom. This week's extra special guest stars were myself, cameoing as an overacting extra, and my good friend Damien Cowell, who played dead Steve Monaghetti, and very convincingly too. Steve Monaghetti, not deceased, was unavailable for any running gags. And I'm Tony Martin! Appearing rather drunkenly to do this voiceover at 3am after being on the piss of the Logies with Lockie Hume watching Bert Newton dance naked on pingers in a fountain while Patty uploads the footage to MySpace. Bloody hell. <laughs>